Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's powerful. We thank you, Lord, that when we come to your word by your spirit, change happens. And so, Lord, we pray for change to happen today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I really enjoyed the sharing today. Thank you for sharing. So good to hear where people are at. So good to hear where you come from, where you're going. It's exciting. Now, sometimes I get surprised that I'm not further along in my journey than I think I should be. Anyone else get surprised by that? Sometimes there's, there's times when impatience jumps out in my actions. Anyone else get impatient? Yeah, I do. That's okay. You don't have to be honest with me yet. That's fine. When anger rears its head, I get angry. I do. Or complaining leaks out everywhere. Does anyone else have a whinge? Yeah, I do that. Um, I thought I had it more together than that. And I disappoint myself sometimes because I think, what on earth is going on that I can't nail the basic things? Like, don't get angry and, you know, don't want to run over the person in front of you because they're just going so slow, you know. I'm on my own. You, you're with me here? Yeah? You, you get that, right? We, we, we leak a bit. And um, last week, it's, uh, Gary preached on, on um, winning against singing. It was, a, it was a yo-yo in there, but, but this is kind of a follow-on from that. Like, how do we win? And um, I saw we need more of that. And God really impressed Colossians 3 on me. And I'm like, I mean, you know what, we're just going to sit in that. It's one of my favorite passages. It has so many good things in it. So if you want to go home later and read the whole thing through, you're more than welcome to do that because Colossians 3 is, is pretty good. Now, our faults and our hangouts so will just keep coming out in our life unless we do a major overhaul on them. It's kind of like getting rid of a weed. If you had weeds in your garden, we get dollar weeds. I hate dollar weeds so much. Pennywort, is that dollar weed? I think it's the same kind of thing. It just keeps coming up. And I've tried everything. Andrew just whippersnips it. makes it disappear. And then it grows back. You know, and, and until we can actually dig it right out. And not just dig it with this dollar weed stuff. You've got to get down there so low you can't leave a single root in the ground or it comes back again. Like You've got to clean that thing out like nothing else. That's what we're talking about today. It takes time and effort. But eliminating it from our lives is, is worth it. So if you're going to a job interview, are we going to show up with, you know, thongs, T-shirt, bit all over the place? We're not going to do that, are we? We're going to dress up nicely. They actually say when you're going for a job interview to dress better than you would expect to be working in black clothing. So dress better. They give a good, a good look for yourself. We dress the right clothes for the weather. I know I check the weather every night to make sure. I tell my kids, you know, it's going to be hot tomorrow. It's going to be cold tomorrow. It's going to rain tomorrow, you know. Well, you need to read different weather reports, Wayne. When we're mourning, we wear black. That's, you know, a trend that we do. When we're in a, a soccer team or a sports team, we, we wear a uniform to show everyone that we've, we've, we've made the cut. We're in the team. And we're representing the country or state um, with our clothing. So today we're looking at spiritual clothing. Spiritual, who would have thought we would have such a thing as spiritual clothing? The Bible talks about spiritual armor. It talks about fruit of the Spirit, all these lists of things that God has given to us to help us have victory in our lives. And today we're talking about spiritual clothing, a new wardrobe for Christians. 
I, I lived on a cattle station well, a lifetime ago now, and um, you don't have many services when you're in the middle of nowhere, like hours and hours away from you know the closest petrol station, let alone the front gate was an hour from this this actual homestead. And um, once you couldn't run away, <laughs> like you're there. Um, one day, one of the girls I was working with, Sonia, she said, "Oh." I need a haircut. Can you cut hair? And I went, you know, this Melissa's theme, oh, yeah. <laughs> she had short layered hair. I've only ever had long hair. So I had a go. Um, she needed assistance to fix it. I did try, but it wasn't very good. Um, my attempt wasn't very good. Another time I had a friend at an old church called Jen. She was going to the Melbourne Cup. Her company made beautiful things out of um, the silks that they have at Melbourne Cup. And she was going down to represent her country, her company, <laughs> country. And um, she needed a hat because everyone wears hats at the Melbourne Cup. And she said, Melissa, I'm looking for a black hat. Do you reckon you could help me? I'm like, oh, I reckon I could do something for you. So I made her a hat. And I, was at, I remember the day I'm at the back spray painting it. It was a beautiful hat. And put all the decorations on. It was fantastic. Now she goes to the <laughs> Melbourne Cup. She comes back again. I said, how was it? And she, <laughs> she goes, it was hot. And I'm like, well, isn't that what hats are for? Apparently, the paint ran. <laughs> she had black all going down her neck and down her back because I am not very good sometimes at what I do. And I'm so sorry, Jen. I did apologise a lot. You can't really fix that. Sometimes the things that we do to try and fix where we are is not going to work. And I know there's many people in this room, and I'm one of them, that tries to fix myself spiritually, and it doesn't work. Do you know why? Because I'm doing it in my own strength. I'm doing it because I think I can fix that. And at some point, I've got to say, I surrender myself, and God, I need you to fix this mess up. Because even though I reckon all I need to do is this, 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 and this, and I can make it look like nothing ever happened, God's going, that's not what's here for you. Okay? You have to surrender to God first. And we get so proud. I get so proud. I don't want to admit that I need God sometimes, but I do. And you might be sitting here today going, oh, that's a little bit of me too. I encourage you right now, get a soft heart quick. Because what God's got for you today, a soft heart will change your life. A hard heart saying, I don't need that. You're going to walk out of here and your day is going to be just the same as when you came in. Anyone want to be transformed today? Oh, yes, I'm so ready. I am so, honestly, I'm so ready for every person in this room to go that next level. Okay, I am tired of me being here. Anyone else tired of themselves being here? I want to level up, you know? You know, you get good at a game on the computer, you level up. Anyone ready to level up? Yes. All right, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. Okay, number one, because we've got to keep the clothing thing going. When I'm dressed for success, I don't look like a mess. Ah. Oh, there's a sheet around your seat somewhere. There should be somewhere. I've lost mine already. I don't even know where mine is. There's a gap. on. <laughs> it's disappeared. Anyway, there's a gap there somewhere. Thank you. Thank you. When I'm dressed for success, I don't look like a mess. That's good. Thank you. 
We actually need us to say it out loud. That is good. I don't look like a mess. So Colossians 3.12, this is my favorite verse. This is started off, you know, therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Don't, doesn't that make you just feel good? God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. We're not divided by race. We're not divided by social status. We're not divided by gender. We, we collectively, God's holy people. He's chosen you. Chosen means I have a purpose. Chosen means you have a purpose, a God-given purpose in your life. It's not just to float through and do what you think feels best. It's God has called you and he's equipping you and he's going to send you to do his purpose. Now, we don't have to do it. We don't have to. We can say, no, thanks, God. I don't want to be part of that. I've got better things I want to do right here that interest me way more. God's saying you'll never be as fulfilled as what you will be if you're doing my purpose. So stop thinking you know better than God. Stop thinking, just stop it. Just stop it. Just like a toothbrush is set apart for your mouth. You don't want to be putting that toothbrush on the floor, in the toilet bowl. I don't know what, you don't want to be cleaning your kitchen with your toothbrush. Your toothbrush is for cleaning your teeth. It is for a purpose. We don't use toothbrushes unless we're done with them. They might get used for cleaning something later, but we're not putting them back in our mouth again because they're set apart for a purpose. We're dearly loved. You're a treasure. He loves you so, so much. And we need to get revelation of that love for us because that's what's going to keep grounding us. God loves me. I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to be insecure about anything because God loves me. He has a purpose for me. He's precious. We are precious in his eyes. I've got some pictures I'm going to put up. Um, thanks. Um, I just want you to have a look at them. Can anyone tell me what this picture is? Telecom. Anyone remember telecom? Do you know when that one kind of went into oblivion? A long time ago. Okay, what does it look like now? There it is. Telstra. There were different colours of Telstra depending on what they're doing. That's the newest one, actually. It said on the Google told me. Um, that's the 2023 Telstra logo. All right, what's the next one? Anyone know that one? Do you know what it was? Petrol, yeah, it was petrol. Oh, it was a long time ago, long, long time ago. Uh, okay, so do you know who took them over? That's right, Caltex took them over. What does that one look like? Caltex, now what's Caltex? Ampol. Oh, wow, look at that. Well done. Things that have changed. Oh, what's the next one? This one's a little bit contentious. What's this one? Wyong Council. Okay, what's the other one? Gosford Council. What happened? We're now Central Coast Council. All right, keep the opinions to yourself. We know. We know. <laughs> it may take a few months. It may take years. But eventually, when something's taken over, it takes on the new form and the new image. Okay, it may not happen straight away, but eventually it's going to take on eventually it's going to take on the rightful brand. Our spiritual clothes represent who we are. We don't see golden fleece around anymore. We don't even see cowtex around anymore. It's impulse. You know what? We still gotta get petrol, don't we? 
it is who it is. Now, I have a basket in my cupboard. Not so much now. My kids are a lot better, and actually, they don't really care. So that kind of helps. But um, we have a basket in our cupboard where all the old socks go. Like, you know how you do the washing, you fold in the washing, you're like, where's the friend? I don't know. So I've got a basket. Just put them all in the basket, and every few months, I pull the basket out, and I have like 100 socks in this basket. Going, okay, let's have a you know, matching party. So I matched them all up. When the kids were really little, they would help me. Oh, look, there's a friend for that one. You know, it's all very exciting. Um, <laughs> we, we had socks in our basket and you'd take them out, you match them up. And then the odd ones, I would just leave in the basket. I'd give them another chance because, you know, there might be a time that someone will clean their room out properly and find the odd socks and, you know, we'd better get, get it together. Well... It wasn't that long ago that I pulled the basket out because, you know, the kids... I mean, one of my kids doesn't even wear matching socks. She doesn't even care. Like, she puts two socks on, you know, no one got time for that. Matching business. Um, And I pulled these socks out and they were ridiculously too small for any feet in my house. (laughs) How long have these been there? So, you know, I had to get rid of them and, and (laughs) move them on. But why do we keep these things? We just, we're, we're stingy, that's true, me. Um, but we get comfortable with them, don't we? I've got jumpers I love wearing. I'm not throwing them out even though they've got holes in the sleeves. They're comfortable. I've got jeans that are just comfortable. They need replacing, but I like them. My shoes. You know, they don't look great, but they're comfortable. I don't want the hassle of changing to something else. If we want to be dressed for success, I don't need to look like a mess. I need to get the courage to say, that was a nice jumper, now's the time to pass it on. There are things in my life that kept me feeling safe and secure, but I don't need them anymore. God's got something better for me, and I need to take it, and I need to move it on. I need to move it on. Now, Colossians 3 has a list of things we don't need in our new wardrobe. We need to do a cupboard clean-out. Yes, some people are really excited about that. Other people are going, "Mm, you haven't seen my cupboard. There are some things in our cupboard that's going to destroy relationships and things that hurt and hold us back. All right, Marty, we've got a, we've got a crash test dummy today. Marty, come on down. You've actually got the incognito thing going really well. All right, the clothes we've got on, first one we've got is lying. Do we need lying? Nope. Let's put it at the foot across. We don't need that. Next one. Sexual impurity. Do we need that? No. Hey, just want to make a a note with that one as Marty's taking it and putting it at the foot of the cross. This goes directly against what our culture will tell us. The culture that we live in tells us that some things are permissible and God's word is saying, no, they're not. Hey, don't follow what the world's saying. You might see it on Facebook. You might see it on social media. You might even see it on the news and on regular TV. It doesn't mean God says it's okay. 
We need to be careful that we're not changing our thinking because of the stuff that we're being fed every day. Sexual impurity is a thing. Read the Word of God to find out what that looks like, okay? Get really, really knowledgeable about this because it's important and it will trip us up, okay? It really will. All right, next one. Last. Don't need that. That will trip us up. Next one is greed. Oh, yes, get rid of that. We don't need that. Anger. Do we need anger? No. Righteous anger, yes. Most of the time we're not in righteous anger though. Uh, What's that one say? Oh, it did say filthy language, but I just want us to just, because sometimes we go, oh, filthy language, I don't do that. But that's involved. You know what? Sometimes swear words come out of mouths and they don't mean to. That's not what God wants us to do. Okay? Anything that doesn't honor God shouldn't be coming from our mouths. So honestly, this is, this is really basic teaching. That if we're going to have the right clothing on, we've got to get rid of the stuff that we don't need. What is to got, Marty? Impurity. Yeah. Don't need it. Get rid of it. Thank you, Marty. Everyone ready to get rid of that? Yes. Very good. Thank you, Marty. There's a few more words. Uh, uh, Malice and slander. We're talking badly about other people. Oh, you know, it really holds us back. Know who we are and decide to live God's way, not our own opinion of what we should do. So we're leaving those list of things. And there's more than that, okay? You might be looking at those shirts going, well, that's not me, that's not me. You know what? There might be other things that you have. That are holding you back. It might be excuses. It really is lying because we're lying to ourselves. But you know, you can call it excuses if you want. But it holds us back. And that actually was the word I had when I was praying this morning. Is that sometimes we have excuses. And the excuses are what hold us back. And they're going to keep holding us back until we call them out for what they really are. They're lies. Okay? They have to live on the truth. Have to. All right, so this is the scary part for you. You can cover it up so no one sees. On your sheet, I want you just to try and identify the one that might be the one that you're struggling to overcome. You don't have to show anyone. You can just kind of look at it and go, that's the one. Because, you know, I'm okay with you not telling everyone. You know, it might be one of the things on the shirts. It might be something else. You might want to write something new down um, that you're struggling to overcome. Okay, I don't want my life to look like a mess. I need to get these things out of my life so I can put on something better. Okay, second one. Second point. When I'm dressed for success, I follow the steps. Whoa, there's some steps. We've got four steps here. There are plenty of steps you can get on board with, but these are the ones I've got for us today. (laughs) You don't need to go up steps today. We're just following the steps. (laughs) Okay, so these steps are how to be transformed or, or you know, you could even say how to make a sermon stick because sometimes we come, like we, we do in this place 50-something sermons a year. Imagine if 50-something sermons a year meant that I was a different person. I want that too. And I know that there are times I walk out and I didn't take in as much as God wanted me to take in. 
My life didn't get changed as much as God wants it to get changed. And so today we're going to look at some steps of what we can do that we can make that transformation happen. You know, we have a part to play. God has a part to play. We work together. We see our lives transformed. Okay, the first step for our steps is knowledge. We need the word of God in our lives. We need it in our decisions. We need the word of God when we, people get on our nerves. The Bible has everything we need to know. And to get to that knowledge, we need to read the Bible. We need to memorize it. We need to meditate on it. It needs to be part of who we are so that when we speak, bits of the Bible come out and we go, oh, that's really wise. That's because I read it in the Bible. The Bible has so much for it. And if you're not convinced that the Bible can change your every day, you're not reading it enough. Hey, we have to get it into who we are. And if we're relying on what we learned in Sunday school a gazillion years ago, or even last week's message, as good as Gary was, if that's our only input of the Bible in our week, it's not enough. And that's why we're not getting the victory. We have to make it part of who we are. It's good to know about the Bible, but it will transform us when we read it to change our lives. We need to know, know the Bible. Okay, second step. I mean, you might be stuck just on that. This week I need to read the Bible. That's, that's okay. Acknowledge it. Let's just do it. Second step. Perspective, or another word for that is wisdom. And wisdom is seeing things from God's viewpoint, from God's perspective. Now, knowledge is knowing what God does. Perspective is knowing why he does it. So it's good to have perspective. We need to pray for wisdom. The third step is conviction. We pray and we pursue, we get, we pursue the knowledge, we get perspective on why God does it, and then we start to develop convictions about it. That means we, it starts to become who we are. We're convinced. Conviction is not an opinion. Opinion is something we argue about. Conviction is something we're going to die for. Okay? We absolutely believe it. Fourth step, character. Once we've got our convictions in place, yeah, it's good to be convinced of something. And then we start practicing it every day. It becomes a habit. And then that habit becomes our character. And that's who we are. If you want to be a patient person, that's the character patient. You need to start practicing patience right back here. To get patience means before that we need to be convinced why we need patience and what it is. Knowledge, perspective, conviction, character. Needs to be part of it every day. So you might want to put on that list on your sheet, step one, two, three, and four, where you might be at. You know? Am I still working on knowledge? Am I working on getting God's wisdom and perspective on it? Am I working on conviction and being convinced and, and wanting to you know, live it out? Or do I have it in character? Am I practicing and habits for it? Let's put a mark on that because that's good for us to identify where we're up to. Our last point. When I'm dressed for success, I need to wear my best. I need to wear my best. My best isn't something I can make happen. My best is something that God lays out for me, has for me, gives to me. 
Because Jesus died and rose again, we're given a new life, a new self with a promise about our identity in Christ. And with that, we're given spiritual clothes that match this new standing. And we get to choose what we do with them every day. So what are these spiritual clothes? There's a list on your sheet. They're kindness, compassion, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with each other. Oh, people get on our nerves sometimes, don't they? We're going to love them anyway. Forgiveness. Oh, that's big. All of these items of clothing are in the context of relationships. And these are all doing words because it's hard to show forgiveness to no one. A kind deed is only kind when you're doing it for someone else and not with yourself in mind. Essentially, we need to do these things in relationship. And over all of it, God says there's an outer garment that you put on, which is love. Like a big overcoat, ties up. We have love that covers it all. Colossians 3.14, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. These clothes will help me shift my focus from myself, what I can get, what I want, how can I get the best out of the situation for me, and moves us to think how we can serve those around us. Romans 12.2 said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, we can't do this in our own strength. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work to do it in our own strength. We have a part to play with the Holy Spirit to see our best come out. Why don't you put a mark next to the one that you feel that God's working on in your life right now? Which new clothes is God wanting to be putting into me right now? We need to join the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know what, well, there's many things we need to get rid of in our lives. And God would be speaking to that to you now. You know, whether it's relationships that you need to change how you interact in them, whether it's websites that you shouldn't be clicking on, that you know are destroying you in your relationships, uh, whether it's anger and rage, whether it's whatever. You know, everyone's different. And how God speaks to us is exactly what we need. God's not going to be telling you what someone else needs. He's telling you what you need. He's telling you what you need. Let's replace the old with the new. Replace the old with the new. Now, when I was a kid, I'll get the band to come up. When I was a kid, um, I was pretty good at swimming. And I, I really liked to race and... and um, in high school, I had this new pair of swimmers. I used to go through swimmers quite a lot because, you know, when you're in the pool a lot, the, the chlorine kind of deteriorates um, your swimmers. And so I got this new set of swimmers. I was quite – I really liked them. But they had this little kind of a hook attachment thing that the straps crossed over and, and hooked at the back. And um, I, I was in a race at my school's high school swimming carnival. And I, I – the race starts, I jump in the pool, I start swimming, I'm doing a pretty decent effort, I'm up in the pack, having along, and all of a sudden I felt the little hot hook thing pop, and the strap 
went from being holding everything up to like just floating in the water a bit. And I knew there were hundreds of people in the stands watching the eight lanes swimming up there. So I went from someone that actually looked like what they were doing to someone that looked like they had a bit of a stroke. You know, I'm holding on to my swimmers, trying to hold them together, get to the other end without looking too ridiculous. And I was so embarrassed. I got to the other end, I got out, and I actually don't remember ever competing in a swimming carnival ever again. It took me out. The one thing took me out. And I know that today there are things that take us out of the race. It's just one thing. It really didn't matter. No one else I think in the whole world even knew what happened. But it was enough to take me out. And I'm telling you today, it could just be one of these things and it can be taking you out of the race right now. You need to get it off. You got to get it off. Because it's going to keep holding you back so that one day you're going to look back and say, I really wish I had to fix that years ago. I really wish I had it fixed it years ago. You know what? Today I just, I, you know, I don't even care if my message didn't make any sense to you at all. I want God to speak. I really want God to speak. Okay, so today we're going to dim the lights. The band are going to sing and you're welcome to sing. But more than anything, do business with God. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak into what's going on in your life. If there are things that need to get off, you come. You, whether you want to do it, brush it off at the cross. You can do that. Whether you want to kneel at the mercy seat and just beg God for forgiveness and leave it with Him. You don't have to pick it back up again. And I want you to rise out of that with a new word from Him. Ask Him for a word. He'll give it to you. Whether it's kindness or compassion, love, gentleness, forgiven. Ask God for a word. He will give it. We're more than happy to pray with you if you want prayer. But more than anything, We want God to be doing business with you. Pray for someone. Pray for family members. Pray for for your neighbour. Pray for whoever you need to right now. But let's be in prayer and be asking God for what He wants to do in our lives. Let's worship Him together.